When I published my first book, Nemesis Horizon Project, Reptilian Logs, it's on sale right now at Amazon.com, I dedicated to my grandfathers and my dad. I also put my name as the author, E.S. Booth Driver Robinson. A cousin on the Booth side of the family asked me on Facebook why I got so many last names. So I replied, well, Booth is my great-grandfather's last name. If my grandmother had married my grandfather, then my last name would have been Driver Robinson. And if my mom had married my dad, my last name would have been Robinson. So, another cousin from the Booth side of the family posted on Facebook, It sounds to me you got daddy issues. My first book is not only about reptilians and relationship love issues. They are reptilians with daddy issues also. This is Eric. And this podcast is about my daddy issues. I'm the product of a teenage mother and an elderly father. Now, there were many reasons why my mother and father never married. My dad told me that he was too black to marry my mom. You see, my mom was mixed race. Supposedly, her dad was half white. My dad's sister told me that the reason was that my grandmother, my mom's mom, thought my dad was too old for her. My grandmother told me that the reason she didn't marry my grandfather, my mother's father, was that she came from the wrong side of town, whatever that meant. But my mom told me she didn't want to marry my dad because he was a rambler, a gambler, and a sweet-talking ladies' man. So, my mom married and I grew up with a stepfather. I'm not going to say he raised me. My grandmother pretty much did that. My mom married when I was three years old and I remember not wanting to live with them. I stayed living with my grandmother. By the time I was five years old, I had to live with them, mainly because they moved around the corner from my grandmother's. She lived on Dean Street, Brooklyn, New York, and we lived on Bergen Street. I also have to say that I never wanted to call him daddy. It was my mom who coerced me into calling him that. My stepfather was an alcoholic, abuser, wife beater, thief, child molester, and a dishonorable discharge vet. I grew up in a violent household. By the time I reached the age of 13, I had stopped calling him daddy. I called him by his first name, Herbert. I grew up with a step-grandfather also. My grandmother married her second husband, who was the other reason why I had to move in with my mom and her husband. When you read my book, chapter title Stefan Reptilian will give you an idea of my life living with a stepfather. Now, 
for the juicy part. When I was in grade school, my mom would leave me with my Aunt Louise, my dad's sister, to babysit me until she got off from work. My aunt's two kids, my first cousins, had an Uncle P.I., who would come over every so often and give us money. One night when my mother picked me up from work, I showed her the money and told her that Uncle Pia gave it to me. My mother laughed and said, he's not your uncle, he's your father. The joke was on me. I've not met any of my grandfathers. My mom's dad died when she was nine years old. My dad's dad died when I was about three years old. My mom told me that the only thing she remembered about her grandfather was that he was tall. Growing up watching my three sons, Leave it to Beaver, Father Knows Best, and Ozzie and Harriet TV shows, I would dream and wish that I had had a portrait I should say, I changed it. I would dream and wish that I had a dad portrayed in those programs. <laughs> Excuse me. It's funny how Hollywood makes childlike fantasy movies about real life. A lot of reviewers didn't like my book. It was too raw, vulgar, and sexually explicit. Still, it was what I went through as a kid, and it was the only way I knew how to dramatize it. No holds barred, plain and simple. My book is not a sci-fi fantasy. It's based on real-life reality. I guess I do have daddy issues, because the whole book deals with an invisible grandfather and a reptilian trying to be the best dad ever. I've always had a thing for older men. My first lover was older than me, and most men I've been to bed with were at least five to 10 years my senior. As for my biological dad, I really didn't get to know him until by accident, not by choice, I had to be his caretaker, according to his doctor. This was a burden put on me since I was working full time and I didn't live with him. At the time he was 90 and I didn't think he had dementia or any kind of old age illness even after he admitted to running into parked cars at the courthouse and one day when I was in the car with him he almost ran over Bambi. Didn't you see that deer? I yelled out. What deer? he asked. Boy, don't you know I only got one eye? I made him pull over and I drove us home. My stepmother tricked him into wanting, into not wanting to drive. She set up an appointment with her eye doctor. Once the eye doctor told my dad he couldn't drive anymore, I became his chauffeur. My dad's dementia started kicking in after that. I took him to all his doctor's appointments. We talked a lot on the way there and back. I've talked to my dad more in those rides than I did my entire childhood. 
I realized that he did what he knew how to do for a black man with only a fifth grade education. Leave home, join the army, and survive. He worked hard for what he left behind. He told me stories about his father, Sam Robinson, my grandfather. He told me how mean his father was to his brother Earl. Why granddad beat up on Uncle Earl all the time, I asked. Because he believed that Earl wasn't his. Now that triggered a memory from my past. My stepfather beat up on me because I wasn't his. My mom told me before she passed that my dad and her would talk a lot about me and my childhood. Then one day, we were in his front yard. My dad became quiet and sad. They left me behind, he said to me. Who left you behind? My brothers, they are all gone. My dad had six brothers and two sisters. Those rides to the doctors got me to understand that the man who I never thought of or called daddy always had me in his mind as his son. This is Eric, and you just heard the craziness that lives inside my head. Back when I was a child Before life removed all the innocence My father would lift me high And dance with my mother and me And then spin me around till I fell asleep Then up the stairs he would carry me And I knew for sure I was loved If I could get another chance Another walk, another dance with him I'd play a song that wouldn't 